Welcome to your home for sports coverage without the bias. This is Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode 109 of Totally Unbiased Sports. Yes, Kellen was coughing. He muted it, but yeah. um, I, was, I was trying to find. I was hitting the speaker, I, and instead yeah. of the mic button, I was like, "Why or, isn't it muting me?" So, no, we're all, we're off to a great start. Episode one hundred and nine for you, Kellen. How you doing this week? Doing doing okay. I am I am very excited for uh, for Thanksgiving break. It's just been it's been a long month not having a car, so yeah, I very much just need to get out of my apartment, and I'm excited to see my family. So. Uh, do, doing, doing pretty good. That will be great. That'll be amazing. How are you? I'm happy for you. I'm not well. Oh, (laughs) darn. I'm not well. Yeah, no, it's not good. Sorry for asking. Uh, Yeah, no, it it just, it's, it's bad. It was a rough 12 hours. Um. Dude, bad sports weekend for the both of us. Really? Like seriously. Okay. If someone was like, came up to you and was just like, Hey, you need to sit in a chair, and I'm going to make you miserable for eight hours straight, but you'll be happy for the last three minutes, and then go back to being miserable. What would you say? Do, do I have a choice? Because I would say, no, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, most people would say, no, thank you. What... I did to myself yesterday what you do to yourself as well. We literally sit there for eight hours. Just miserable. Not even happy. Didn't crack a smile once. No. No, Sidney Crosby finally scores a goal. And then that wasn't even enough. Thank God. I'm sorry. I'm not even trying to. Thank God. It might have saved my life that the Blackhawks are an abomination of a team because the Penguins suck, and the Penguins losing that game last night might have put me over the edge. They almost blew it, too. They almost blew it. I I literally, simultaneously, I I was watching the Grey Cup, the Steelers, and the Penguins simultaneously. It It was literally like... Having being hooked up to three car batteries at once, just being shocked and miserable uncontrollably, and being like, Yeah, keep doing this. This is great. Like, yeah, I'm loving this. And I had an absolutely miserable day yesterday. I know you had a miserable Saturday. I actually had a pretty good Saturday. Dude, so, Saturday was tough. It, oh my gosh. Just, both both my teams were about we're about to knock Arch rivals out of college football playoff contention, only to only to be one team to be absolutely hoed by the refs in the last minute. That's Illinois, like I, unbelievably bad. bad officiating. If you, if you want Michigan Ohio State to be a top five matchup, just say it out loud because it's that obvious. It's literally that obvious. And then Baylor just plays a disgusting fourth quarter against TCU. So. Uh, we need we we need to lighten the mood here, Josh. We need to not talk about our teams. We need to we need to start we need to start somewhere that's not with our teams and like get get a little bit happy. Should we or 
or should we just stay down, talk about our teams, and then get happy after? Okay, yeah, let's just get it over with. It's like, get, come get back it because we, we don't we, come back down. Yeah, we don't I'm want miserable. we don't want the fans thinking. Yeah, we don't want the fans thinking that like, okay, you know, they're happy now, but they're not. They're faking it, and that it's going to get gloomy later. Let's just get it over with. I'm absolutely. Um, I am. Let's talk about your Steelers first, okay? Let's get let's get that out of the way. I I literally have just about like nothing to say because I don't even know. Like this, this is isn't, this I, is therapy genuine, right now. I am so confused. I I don't know. I just I have no idea because you sit here and you look at it for the second. This is pathetic. This is so pathetic. What I'm about to say is the most pathetic thing. For the second time since Matt Canada took over as offensive coordinator, the Steelers scored 30 points. How long has he been OC? That's pathetic. Like three years. Okay. Yeah, that's not not great. That's not great at all. Especially for a team that does have, like, some significant offensive weapons. Like, there's good receivers. Uh, uh, Najee Harris looks good again. Um, Yeah, and – yeah, Ben Roethlisberger, who's a Hall of Fame quarterback, leading them. Um, I don't even – I just don't even know. I so, don't even know with this team. So, Josh, I, my my question for you is, like, what do you – like, what do you want to see that would make this season, like, salvageable just personally? Because I, I think we both know – like the Steelers, that they're not a playoff team. They're not. They're not a Super Bowl or anything. This is a different Steelers team. They're kind of in a, a a little bit of a downturn. Maybe even not not a not a rebuild, more of a retool. But like, what what do you want to see from these guys for the rest of the season that makes you feel happy for next season? If they won out, I might be happy. But I don't think that like I don't think this team's going to make me happy because. Everything I was talking about for the last whatever, however many weeks leading up to this is like, oh, the Steelers, like, they're young, mistake, like, whatever. Yesterday, they're, at times, they played so unbelievably well. Kenny Pickett looked so unbelievably amazing. He would pull the ball down, climb the pocket, fake the rush, throw the ball at the last second, keep his eyes downfield. The defense looked absolutely unstoppable at times. TJ Watt has picked off two passes that he go he jumps up to bat the ball down and just intercepts it. Like both Joe, Joe Burrow it, too, right? It, it, yeah, both Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's thrown five interceptions against the Steelers, two against all other teams combined. Um it was I, I just I don't know because yesterday felt like this doesn't feel like the Steelers limping along losing. This feels like a Ben Roethlisberger led Steelers team lost because I saw what it can be like and I saw them play very, very well against I guess people say the Bengals are good. I don't know. And yeah. I guess for the sake of my argument it helps if the Bengals are good. But like to me, this team yesterday, they didn't feel like they didn't feel like a young, inexperienced team yesterday. They felt like a team that just like it it was all or nothing. Like they they get an interception late in the first half, march down the field, 
dice up the Bengals' defense, get a field goal with, like, they have 30 seconds left, get in the field goal range, chip shot field goal. They even had a shot at the end zone, okay? Get a field goal. That was amazing. Then they don't move the ball for the entire third quarter. Then late in the fourth quarter, they come down. I mean, if you told me going into this, the Steelers are going to score 30 points, and this is what sucks. They scored 30 points, so you go, oh, the offense was good. The defense generated two turnovers. They were absolutely amazing in the second half, and you go, oh, the defense played really well. But they still gave up 37 points. I just don't even know because I fe- I'm coming out of this game feeling like both the offense and the defense played well enough to win a game and they lost. And, like, genuinely, this thing hurts more than the Tim Tebow loss. Like, I, I am so upset that, over this loss. That might be I some recency bias I, right I there. Can't, I can like, this loss is so horrendous. And I don't have the words to comp. Like, this just feels like such a bad loss. They outplayed the Bengals. Like, the Bengals tried to give them the game, and they just wouldn't. Like, they have their their foot on the throat. All they have to do is step down and break the neck, and they couldn't do it. And it just drives me insane. And I just – I don't have any answers. I have no bright spots. It just sucked. Yes. Yeah, so – for for me, like the way you've described the Steelers so far is very similar to like what I've seen in the Bears so far this season, where it's like, okay, we have a young, exciting quarterback that, you know, is probably going to be here uh, for the foreseeable future and uh, could be pretty good for the foreseeable future, too. And that's something to be excited about. Are you um, planning on joining me? at any point this season in uh, a loser mentality and like, you know, finding bright spots in the season, or are you just like every loss is it's a loss and it's bad. And every win is, or not even necessarily every, a win is good. A loss is bad. There's it's, it's black and white like that, which is, which is by the way, is a perfectly good outlook because I did just call myself a loser. That is a loser mentality. Finding wins out of losses. Yes. Yes. I will find wins out of Bears losses because we get a better draft. <laughs> okay, so not exactly what I was asking I there. Will, but... I will join you. In, I will join you in that losing, but no, because I, I I can't like to me what I saw yesterday and what I saw against New Orleans. The team has life. They're there. The thing and like I have nothing to like. I don't know what to blame. I. We didn't get like we didn't we went three and out a lot. I don't know if this is Matt Canada's fault. I have to think it is, but like That's Kenny Pickett doesn't turn the ball over in two games. The defense is playing better. Najee Harris is running the football, and somehow the Steelers are worse. Like yeah, I, I so- just don't. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. And it's not even, like, I, I just, I don't know. And I can't, I can't point fingers and I can't, like, blame people. We lost by a touchdown to the Bengals and it just, it just feels a lot like losing a divisional game, except for then you look at the record and when we've lost games like this in the past, it's always been like, 
okay, well, we're still in the playoffs because it felt like a playoff game. It felt like a playoff game. The stadium was electric. I'm just at a loss because now you sit there and you're terrible. Like, your record's terrible, but you feel like your team is actually good. Yeah. And it, it, it felt like an old vintage Steelers, like Steelers-Ravens, Steelers occasionally with the Bengals when they would show signs of life. Like, if it had that feeling. Also, I need to just – like, I know people – I might have said something cool about the Bengals jerseys. They made the biggest mistake in the world wearing those stupid white jerseys going up against the Steelers' color rush jerseys. That was the dumbest thing they could have done because they looked bad going up against the Steelers. Like, they looked horrible. So, I think the Bengals were so Unbiased. stupid yesterday. Yeah. I think they looked so dumb. I, it was so bad. They looked so terrible. And I, like, I, wanna... I, I guess it has to be Matt Canada. I a Bills defender came out today. I saw the news report today that he was like, well, yeah, the Steelers run the same plays over and over again, so it's pretty easy. So, like, I just don't even – I don't even know. I think it is what it is. It's just going to suck the rest of the year. And – Yeah. I want, yeah, I want to, I want to say, like, much... one, one last thing before we, before we like, move on um, is, like, if anyone thinks you're overreacting to a Steelers loss because – I think a lot of people out there weren't too uh, bullish on the Steelers this year. Uh, but, like, I, I don't think you're overreacting at all. And that's simply because of a text message I got from you the day before the Steelers were about to play where you're like, hey, if the Steelers win, we're right back in the playoff hunt, all this stuff. And I was just like, okay, he, he's, he's got himself psyched up. I know how much this is going to hurt if they lose. So – I've seen I've seen this before, and uh, this is this is not an overreaction from Josh. This is this is where the Steelers are, unfortunately, and um, it's not looking too good for the this rest of the, the season. Playoff. And um, that, that's kind of where we're playoff both playoff at. Loss. Yeah, because that's the, it, they, they the could have they could have put themselves back in contention. It, it would have still been a long stretch, but I, it, they would have been back in it for but, sure. But the thing is, the thing is, though, I'm looking at it. They had played two division games coming into this. They'd only played two division games. They have two games against the division leader still coming up. They had this game, and they had the Browns. They had four divisional games coming up. They most definitely, definitely could have been in it because they, they, their schedule actually helped them this year and the fact that they played four divisional games after the bye. Not many – not many teams are playing that many divisional games late in the year. I feel like the the rest of the league has played all their divisional games already. I mean, so they were most definitely there. It just it's a it's a bad sour feeling. I can't blame the refs. I can't blame Mike Tomlin. I can't like. I feel like the defense maybe needs to be better. Like thirty seven points sounds terrible, but they I felt like they played well. So I just don't well. know. Where's that? It sucks. But coming into this week, and this really sucks. This is just this is another this is loser talk. Teams that have played the Panthers coming into this week had not won. Yeah. The Bengals played the Panthers in their last game before the Steelers, and the Atlanta Falcons played the Panthers last week. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's bad for both of us. We we leave it leave it to our teams to end that streak uh simultaneously. Although no well actually it's it's the Bears' fault because they ended it first and then the Steelers were screwed after that. As soon as Um, I saw that I was just dead. I died inside when the Bears lost. <laughs> thank you. Thank, like, yeah, thank you. Thank you for dying inside in, in solidarity with me because I that, that was a tough loss. And um, it was a game that the Bears were really in control of and they shouldn't have lost. And it's been kind of the story the last couple of weeks for the Bears. And then they give off, they give up that kick return touchdown to Cordero Patterson, an old friend. Uh, and that, that just that completely, completely shifted momentum in the game. There's some really bad play calling, uh, which. Uh, makes me lose a little bit of faith in the new regime because they didn't take care of Justin Fields and now he's hurt and he's day to day and that's the future and that's really the only important piece to take care of uh, in this on this current roster. Like there's other guys that are important, but nobody is comes close to as important as important as Justin Fields. Um, and they're just you know uh, it, it was a, it was a Bears loss. They Justin Fields looked good and the rest of the team looked bad. And uh, that's that's the way it goes. And, yeah, Josh, what, what's up? I'm not trying to be that guy because I'm so down. I don't even have the energy to do this to you. Um, are you, like, at all maybe even a little bit concerned with the ball security of Justin Fields late in games? Like, isn't this two games in a row he's thrown a late pick? See for and, y- yes, mean, yes and no. This game, I, I was already concerned about that, but this game was kind of a situation where I, I threw it out the window because he got he he got hurt really bad on that last drive. They needed to call like you're running a two minute drill and you needed to call a timeout because your quarterback got injured. You don't want to waste timeouts in that situation because he ran out of bounds mm-hmm. on that play, uh, and it wasn't it wasn't a late hit out of bounds either. It's not like that, but um. He, he ran out of bounds, hurt his shoulder on that play. They needed to call a timeout because of that. And that obviously hindered him on the next two plays, which for some reason, for I don't understand why, the very next play after he gets hurt running the football, they run the ball with him again, which is bananas. That's, that's where the play calling got me. And he takes a cheap shot, which should have been a 15-yard penalty. Uh, Justin Fields doesn't get those calls. Taylor Heineke got that call last week. It's not like it's not like it's a Tom Brady call or anything that we're asking for. For we're just asking for like, hey, if the guy's sliding down and he gets hit, call a fifteen yard penalty. That's the rule. So I, I don't understand why he still doesn't get those. Yes, I am concerned about uh, just like the late drives. I think still it, it's like when, when the Bears are are driving down late just blitz them because there's not enough protection for fields and uh, there's not enough talent around him to, to deal with that. And that's what teams have been doing. And uh, that's why the bears haven't been successful on these two minute drills to end games because they, they have had plenty of opportunities and just haven't converted yet. Uh, I'm worried, but like, like I said, this team's not good. It's not built to win this year. I'm hoping it's going to be built to win next year. Uh, that's when I'll really start to get worried if it doesn't start happening. But I, I said it when we were talking about the Steelers. I'm in full loser mentality mode, and like losses, like barely even affect me at this point. I'm like I'm a Bears fan. I, I these things just wash off of me. It's 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 pretty easy. 
Um, so that's that's what I have to say about the Bears game. It's I'll keep it brief there, um, and we can we can move on unless you have anything else you want to say or ask about it. No, I mean I just feel like they're you like I don't know, and I hate saying anything good about him, but like the Bears are just using Fields like he's Lamar Jackson and Fields is not built like Lamar Jackson. Like, Lamar Jackson can just straight up be a running back and he can take hits because he is, like, a lot bigger. Um, but he's scrawnier than Fields, and, too. And, like... And Justin Fields, but, like... But you, I, just, I feel like... I feel like Lamar Jackson's better at taking hits and Fields, I feel like, has better arm talent than Lamar Jackson and they need to, like... Like, what's going to happen, though, is you're going to keep getting these interceptions because all he's going to do, you're going to let him run the ball the entire game, entire game, and then finally he needs to throw the ball. And he hasn't thrown the ball. He hasn't worked anything out. Like, you see it with every young quarterback. They struggle. Like, I mean, go yeah. watch absolutely any of them. They can't figure out. It, it takes a while to get the ball placement, but if you're not letting him throw the ball and run these two-minute drills – early in the game I feel like it's just never gonna work well late well yeah and it's like it's like the the two quarterbacks that you've heard Justin Fields compared to the most that are currently playing the last couple weeks is Lamar and uh, Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields was a way better passer than both of those guys in college so I I want to see that element added but at the same time this offensive line cannot protect the pass at all. Like he, he's getting less than a second when, when he drops back. He, he has he has no time to complete the ball, and that's that's been a big part of why they've had to make him run the ball because they're actually an okay run blocking offensive line. They did not do a good job against the Falcons yeah. this week, but they, they've been okay all year. I mean they they are, they lead the league in rushing, and a big part of that is just because of Justin Fields' talent alone, oh. but. The offensive line plays yeah, a part I mean, of that, be... but they they can't they can't move backwards. They can only move forwards. That's that's their problem. They they can't I set those be pass slightly, blocks. I'd be slightly concerned as a Bears fan. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not. Three, no, no, no. I, I'm in not the last concerned. Three weeks, I find it. Go ahead. No, I, what I find concerning is that if you look at the last three, maybe four weeks the Bears' leading rusher has been their quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't want me, that at all. To me, that can't that can't happen. Like, that's not a recipe for success because that means that your quarterback is also going to get hit a bunch. Like, it's the same – like, Minka Fitzpatrick last year led the Steelers in tackles. Okay, that's great. He made a lot of tackles. <laughs> you don't, you don't want you that in the secondary. You go, wait, he's in the secondary yeah. and that means that a lot of people didn't do their job and the guy got to him okay yeah oh. it's fun to say like oh yeah he tackled a lot of people like yeah fields rushes for a lot of yards but wait we are also paying millions of dollars to running backs that should be taking the hits instead of our what we think is a franchise quarterback yeah. um and, so and i uh, if i'm a bears fan i want to see that happen yeah, and, and, yeah and that, that's – but that's the problem is, like, yes. Khalil, Khalil Herbert was out this week, so you, you're out one of those top-tier running backs. Montgomery had an okay game, but it's just like – yeah, I mean, you, you need you just need to keep the franchise quarterback healthy. You're, you're 100% right about that. They they need to run him a little bit less because he's hurt now. And um, 
yeah, it, it, that's the way it goes. FYI, uh, before before we move on, uh, the current leading tackler for the Bears is Jaquan Brisker, who is a safety, Josh. So nice. that's, that's that's totally nice. fun for yeah. me. Um, um, it fields is it throwing shoulder or not throwing shoulder? Non throwing shoulder. That's that's the good news. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that hurt Baker Mayfield a lot though. <laughs> yeah, he's not Baker though, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So, but I want to get to I want to get to this game first. Uh, because now we can now we can vibe it up a little bit here, Josh. And this is this is a game that we'll enjoy talking about because we like making fun of this guy. Uh, it's Raiders Broncos. The Broncos once again lost. Uh, Russ lost. Nathaniel Hackett is going to get fired after this year, FYI. And I, I he shouldn't have made it this far. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. I have a I have a little little game for us here right now, Josh. Um, okay. So. Broncos country is uh, currently riding. Whether they're enjoying that ride or not is is probably uh, – they're probably not. Um, so I'm just going to give you different methods of transportation I here. And, like, and you, like you tell ride. me – I'm, I'm going to give you different methods of transportation here, Josh, and you describe what the ride would be like on that method of transportation for Broncos country, okay? Oh, I was just – I was just about to give you the ride that Broncos Country's on, but I'll do that at the you end. Go, of this. Okay, you, you go, go first. Oh no, okay, yeah, no, yeah, we'll do it at the end. We'll no, do no, it at no. the end. No, I at want. The end. I want you to go. Okay, so uh, first is uh, how would how would the Broncos Country ride be on a train? We'll start it off easy, just a train. Are we gonna go trains, planes, and automobiles here? No, 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 not. We'll we'll probably. I don't have automobiles on the list actually. Uh, We'll, oh, we go. We go well, plane here first, because if it's plane, it's it's nine eleven. Okay, that's what it is. For them. Okay, is, um, or at least that Malaysian flight, at the very right. least. Yeah, I would go the Malaysian flight because I don't think it's getting hijacked. That's yeah, that's true. I just, they, this <laughs> is this is their ride, and they just got they. There's. There is no. There is no it. outside force sabotaging this flight. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. Um, there is no one on this flight they did not welcome onto the flight and thoroughly vet. Thoroughly vet. Um, yeah. Okay. Next next ride is, you know, those little, uh, the, the those red and yellow cars that for, like, little kids that they, like, move their, like, those Flintstone cars that they move their feet around in? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Describe the ride in that car. Um... It's when you get just a little bit too big and you keep hitting your shins every time you try and do it and you cut your knees on the hard plastic. Yeah. Because you're too or, big for the ride. Or you're you're too small and you fall out and yes. you just scoot your face across you the asphalt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be that as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, jet ski. Me driving you on the back. Okay. They would not end well. This I I know that, or pa- have or passenger driving. Have we driving not been in, in that back. scenario? You you I've I've only been sure on the I've I've uh I've only ridden with your dad. Oh okay well yeah same thing. Hey we should we should go we on a jet ski person. sometime. Yeah yeah, I we should. He he would not let me off until he flipped me off and then go ride a jet ski. Have we ever tandem biked before? No, but we were going to and eat tacos while we do it. But yeah, we that's... need to do that. Okay, tandem bike, tandem bike. Um, it would be miserable, like, cause Ru- like Russ is just a hardo in the like, 
in the front and just be like, are you not, you're not pedaling. We need to go faster up this hill. One more hill, one more hill. And you're like, it's flat land. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. It'd be like, he, yeah, nobody's going the same speed. It's all off and yeah. somebody falls off and hurts themselves. Um, last one, we'll go big wheel. Um, big wheels are too fun to be this. So I don't think you, I think, <laughs> I think it's like you hit, it's like one of those full on plastic ones and you hit just a tiny pebble and just, you flip yeah. over the handlebars. Nice. That's uh the ride is not going well is bottom line for Broncos country. No. It is, it is no. not enjoyable. It's not smooth. Uh, but what was your ride that you wanted to? My ride that Broncos. So it's all of Broncos country in the cars on this ride. It is, they are perpetually stuck going through. It's a small world at Disneyland. Dude, Russ. That's what this is. Russ probably loves that ride. <laughs> that's too. what this is. R- yes. Russ would love That's it's a small it world. It is, it is Russ sitting in the front car. You are you are stuck. You cannot get off of this. And he is singing it's a small world as you go round and around and around and around and around and around. And you can never get off of this this ride. That like okay, it's fun, right? Preseason, it's a small world. You have to do it. Like it's kind of one of those things you just got to do it when you go there. Especially if you've never been, you have to do it. But then the ride breaks and it never stops and you can't get off and you're just stuck in this perpetual state of cringe. Yeah. It's like because the, the first time, the first time Russ did like the Broncos country, Russ, let, let's ride. It was like it was super yeah. cringe. But that was like the first thing he really did with the Broncos. And Broncos yeah, fans were like, they, they attached themselves to it. They're like, OK, you know what? This is this is different, but it's kind of funny, kind of quirky. And then it happened the second like, time, and they're immediately sick of it. It's like, like I saw this. Yeah. I saw somebody uh, tweet out or something like, "What, what, what hell is probably like?" And it was like, you get to hell, and then you hear "Hey ya" playing, and you're like, "Oh, shit, I love yeah. this song." Love and then song. it ends, and then "Hey ya" starts playing again, and you're like, "Oh god, yeah. this is gonna be this is gonna be it forever." And then that's that's what the I Broncos think, okay. are in. It's the, I think it's, in, um, oh, it's the John Mulaney skit. I don't know if you ever heard it. It's about the, this diner. He does this whole thing. Yes. Diner. I don't know if you've heard What's it. up, pussycat? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. He goes to the diner and they play on the jukebox, jukebox, um, what's new pussycat, Tom Jones. And they play it a bunch of times and like, like he says in it, Hey, there's this moment where you're like, wow. Like, your first thought isn't like, oh, my gosh, someone's playing this song a bunch. It's, wow, what's new Pussycat is a lot longer than I originally thought. And then you kind of get to, like, the fourth time, and you're like, wow, someone played this twice, and it's a lot longer. And then you get there, and you get there, and you get there. And then the Broncos winning is when he plays It's Not Unusual. And then they go back to this. Yeah. It's just, and it's just what's new pussy get again, and everyone loses their mind. It is one that's one of my favorite favorite like stand up skit, skits ever. It's absolutely amazing. It's one of the funniest ones I think I've ever. And like that's what they're stuck on because it was so fun. It was it's funny and it's ironic for about a month, and then you realize that you're just trapped in this irony, and yeah. it's never going to go away. And now the rest of the world is just making fun of you and not laughing with you. It. it 
it could go down as one of the worst trades slash contracts in sports history because they gave up a ton to get him and they have him signed for a million years and a billion dollars. And uh, he's, he's, he's there to stay Broncos. And he, he has not played well. He's not throwing touchdowns. He's not doing anything that he was brought in to do. He's still, have you seen that TikTok trend of that guy uh, who, who makes, he, he does like, has Russell Wilson surpassed his touchdown total of amount of bathrooms in his house? And he has 12 yes, bathrooms he in his house. He still does not have more than 12 touchdowns on the season. That's yeah. It's sad, but um, yeah, we're, we're here to laugh favorite. at it and it, it brings us joy personally. Oh yeah. So bad, but I mean, it was, it was a great, it was just a, it was a fun game for them to lose. I hate that the Raiders had to be on the winning side of this. Yeah, I'm not worried but, about the Raiders though. The yeah, Raiders still look was, bad. They still got their own I'm problems. Not, I'm not. And the Raiders yeah, last no, week I'm definitely not. Yeah, the, the Raiders last week they said that that Josh McDaniels is there to stay all the way till next year too, and that's because they're still paying their last head coach who is a scumbag, and uh, because they gave him a hundred million dollars guaranteed, which is bananas uh so the raiders are in an equally bad situation go ahead yeah yeah and speaking of scumbags getting guaranteed money uh the cleveland browns played their last game without their scumbag with guaranteed money um they actually played this game in detroit against the buffalo bills because the midwest and um buffalo got smoked with snow you got it too uh, Buffalo, Buffalo got six feet. Yeah, we probably we didn't get uh, we didn't get as much. Um, but we got hit pretty hard. It was pretty nasty. It was fun for me. I absolutely like. Side note: I'm a sociopath. I love the cold and I love the snow so much. Like this is a Canadian. I was probably the only person. I'm probably the only person that woke up and felt like energized and was like, "This is so awesome!" and was like actually genuinely happy in the morning. Um, when I woke up and it was just miserable out and cars were sliding everywhere. I mean, like it, I just, I find so much joy. I think it's so fun. Like I still got up, I went to the gym. There were four people in the gym. It was so amazing. Cause no one wanted to get up and go out in the snowstorm. And I'm like, I'm getting up at five, going to the gym and there's not anybody there. It was so great. I think I like it because no one does anything and I can finally go to public places and just be alone. Like that's my dream is to be able to go places and not deal with any people around me. So that's a completely different thing, but I absolutely love it. The bills got, or Buffalo got smothered. They were saying six feet of snow. The bills managed to get out of Buffalo. Um, They played in Detroit where they play, they will play on Thanksgiving as well. So bills fans, a lot of them made the trip early and are just going to stay there. Uh, They ended up selling like 56,000, tickets to this game i know they were selling them pretty cheap just to fill it because the nfl doesn't obviously want to have an empty stadium um and detroit got to see what a winning football team looks like and bills kind of just the bills kind of just took it to the browns not really many stories out of this game other than like the fact they didn't play in a snowstorm yeah, I, I mean, think it was really funny. There was yeah. there was that there was that minute where it's it's like a close game, and the Bills are actually down to the Browns, 
And then you see Stefan Diggs on the sideline, like kind of uh, like complaining. And then he had to have a really long talk with uh, uh, Sean McDermott. And mm-hmm. it seemed it seemed like because Buffalo's lost a couple in a row, and they haven't looked uh, they haven't mm-hmm. looked great lately. And I was just like, man, this could be like, is this the moment that we're like the Bills are out? Yeah. And then apparently that talk was like what Diggs needed, and he scored a touchdown the next drive. And Buffalo ends up running away with the game. wasn't even that close. And um, could be, could be like it, it, that. Could be a huge game for for the Bills, I think, because they they were in a bit of a slump. And um, like offensively and defensively, they're they're playing on you know a neutral ground. They're kind of getting like a fresh start. And I, I don't know, like it, it it works. And like Kansas City is now passing the standings. So they they can't be uh, they can't be lackadaisical anymore. They're they're gonna have to really yeah. win every game, and they're gonna have to uh, play balls to the wall. And um, I think they're gonna start doing that now because I also think Patrick Mahomes has now separated himself from Josh Allen once again, and Josh Allen needs to start proving himself. And Buffalo, they're, they're a team like they're a city with a chip on their shoulder. They're a team with a chip on their shoulder. And yeah. the, all I think all their players play better when they have a chip on their shoulder. And I think they kind of regain that now. And I think that's really going to be good for them for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And I don't like, I don't think Buffalo and I could be wrong. I could be very wrong about this, but like with the whole dig situation and like the talking to, I think in Buffalo, that's a non-story. I think yeah. of teams like if you go look at, the Bulls in their prime, right? Like, they are such talented athletes in, like, the heat of the battle. They are going to yell at each other. They're going to argue and stuff. Like, I think of the 2016 Penguins, right? Phil Kessel, Evgeny Malkin screaming at each other on the bench. Like, people from the outside are like, oh, my God, these guys are – it's all falling apart. Like, these star players are fighting when in reality it's just frustration. And guess what? You just go have a – like what they what people don't see is the calm conversation you can have. This isn't the Antonio Brown kicking over a Gatorade cooler and going to sit by himself. This is a, okay. I have my outburst now. Like let's go. We need to still win this game because guess what? We're a better team. We can't lose to the Browns. And so I mean, the Bills don't strike me as the team that's going to run into any inner team issues because I think everyone does kind of have that chip and they realize like we need. To, they are the best team in the NFL. Top to bottom, they are the best team in the NFL. They need to all play together, and they need to all complement each other in order to win the games because they might not have the most talented people in every single position, but if they're playing together, they are by far the best team in the NFL, and there are not many people that are going to be able to beat them, especially if they can manage to figure out some way to get the playoffs to run through Buffalo because – the Bills fans are just insane. They're yeah. absolutely insane. So yeah, and like and like were, Buffalo I, I in January too is going to be a huge advantage the for them. Bills fans were genuinely like the Bills fans were genuinely upset that yeah. the NFL moved this game away yeah. from where they were supposed to get six feet of snow. They were genuinely upset and, that and they moved this game. And Which but also sick. as a response, like once they found out the game was moved, they're going to the players' houses and shoveling their driveways shovel to make sure the they get yeah. to the air to, to make sure they get to the airport safely. It's like they 
they they are amazing fans. Uh, yeah, I I would love to see the AFC run for, through Buffalo because the AFC is the big conference. That's that's where all the good teams are, and to have yeah to have that fan base that that is a legit advantage right there. Like it, it it's it's like it's a twelve man yeah. Seahawks. You lost your twelve man. That belongs to Buffalo. They they're the best fans in football, in my opinion. <laughs> hey, no, I just I, got a I notification. Totally I mean, I, I got sorry. I got a notification. Uh, the Packers suck in all caps. Commented on my TikTok, so that ought to be a good comment. I think they. I think they'll agree nice. with what I said on. That's my last good. One. That's good. Yeah. And um, we can let's just quickly. I don't really have much to say about this game. Let's talk about the team whose stadium the Bills are playing in and their opponent on Thursday, the Detroit Lions. Um, Lions rattled off their third win in a row. Um, I'm in hell. This is miserable. The Lions still aren't a good team. Yeah. I, like, I think the Giants – the Giants' magic just kind of ran out more than the Lions won this game. I really hope Buffalo just absolutely destroys Detroit on Thursday just so Detroit's reminded that, like, they are very far from actually ever competing. Yeah. And, and- – so. Saquon was uh, he was a non-factor in that game. That that once if you if you're able to take Saquon out, then we then we have to look to Daniel Jones, and then we're all like, oh yeah, the Giants still do need a quarterback because Daniel Jones is not the guy. But let's not forget that he's he's not the guy. Uh, he he's not awful, at, he but he can be. He still can be, and he wasn't very good against the Lions, and with the Lions. They they won three in a row, and we got a locker room video, and Dan Campbell was crying in the locker room. And at this point, if I'm a player on the Lions, I, I would I'm just like, dude, really? Like again? Like we get it, you care. Yeah. But do you have to cry every time you say you care? It, it, and, be an adult he- for once. It's a win. You won. Be happy. You don't have to cry. Tears of joy every time something I, I don't know like I don't want to I don't want to poo poo someone for being happy but it's ridiculous like no, it, it's like I, I feel like it's it's like having that one girlfriend where you literally have to you can't date them anymore because they cry too much it's like over everything that's what it's like for Dan Campbell and he's a head yeah. football coach in the NFL well, and here's the thing okay. If you want to be seen as a legitimate NFL team, three-game win streak should be a normal thing. <laughs> like this shouldn't this shouldn't be something that you need to like win a playoff game. You can shed some tears. Win the division, shed some tears or something. Like wow, we really come far. You won three games and you're still below five hundred. Well, below. that's still pathetic. You beat the Giants. And guess what? Daniel Jones passed for more yards than your quarterback. And your leading rusher only had 66 yards. Like, it... What? Like, you guys didn't even out... Like, I think the Giants lost this more than you won this. And I hope they get killed. I hope they get so pounded by Josh Allen and the Bills on Thursday. That will just yeah. make me happy. I'm just going to sit on my couch, and I'm just going to watch them get murdered on national television, I hope. How, how, many, 
how many, they, how think many... they, they think they're they think they're the greatest football team ever because they won three games. How, how many that, people? How many people in, Bu- in Buffalo do you think like went to the game in Detroit and they're like, eh, might as well just stay here until Thursday." Like, the, See, I think I, I think Buffalo I fans like might actually, just. I, I think they might in, invade the city of Detroit. Well, no, I think they actually like. I think what happened is they all bought tickets to the game already, and then when they moved the game, they complained, and then they all realized, wait, let's just go four days earlier and just stay there. Yeah, and like early vacation to Detroit. It's not that much shittier yeah. than Buffalo. Like, come on, like. Or maybe it's so. Yeah, I think I think that's more what happened. I feel like there were I feel like there were just a lot of people that already had tickets to the game that were like, "Yeah, we'll just go early and go to Sunday's game too. Why not?" Yeah. So, yeah, worked out. It was yeah that that game. I mean, not not many super great games. Yeah. In this, like, I mean, we can talk about it. Yeah, where do you want to go? Well, I'll uh, I'll go here next. Is um. Uh, Jets, Patriots, there were some things I wanted to talk about here, mostly. Uh, the, it was a crazy ending. 3-3 game the whole time, really. And then uh, mm. and then a punt touchdown to win it at the last second with, with five seconds left. Uh, really, I mean, just a tough loss for the Jets. And really what I want to talk about is, is Zach Wilson um, because I, I, don't oh, think yeah. his, I don't think his teammates can like him very much. Uh, he... Uh, he threw his passing stats on the day were nine for 22 for 77 yards. He had less completions mm-hmm. uh, than the, than the jets had punts. Uh, they punted the ball 10 times that game. And one of those was a big punt for a touchdown. Uh, and here's, here's my favorite stat of the game. The jets in the second half against the Patriots averaged 2.77 yards per play. Oh, wait. Yards? Did I say yards? Because 2.77 yards per play is already bad. What I meant to say was inches, Josh. They averaged 2.77 inches per play in the second half. That is abysmal. Oh, my goodness. I, I can't believe that. that. That's like that's worse than like when the Giants last year against the Bears had negative passing yards in the second half. I don't know if it's that bad, but it's still that pretty bad. That is actually very bad. Yeah. So and Mac Jones isn't good either, but Zach Wilson is way worse. Yeah. And what's equally as bad is that Jets fans blamed the officials. It was a blatant block in the back that was missed. I'm not sitting here blaming the offi- like. Yeah, but you get the you ball listen, in field goal listen. territory with five seconds did, left still. Yeah. Did, did, you listen, did you listen to my whole recap on the Steelers? Did I once mention the block in the back that gave the Bengals an extra touchdown? That was the difference? No, I didn't. I talked about how my team wasn't good enough. Okay, here are the Jets. They can't even score more than three points. They are blaming a block in the back. And then my favorite quote, and then we'll get to you. My favorite quote is a reporter asks Zach Wilson post-game. Yes, yes. Your defense did all of this X, Y, Z. You got your offense did this. Do you feel like you let the defense down? And Zach Wilson <laughs> just goes, no. Like, so smugly, too. So smugly, too. He goes, 
No. And he didn't say, I don't think we let them down. We need to be, or like, we need to be better, but like, I'm not going to say we let them down or something. Like, we're all in this together. Like, it wasn't one of those, like, it was just like, no. Like, he didn't even admit that the offense maybe struggled a little bit and like, he can't complete passes. And Jets fans have got to be, like, they were feeling so good coming into this. They've now lost 14 in a row to the Patriots which is pathetic, or in New England. I don't know if it's to the Patriots in general or in New England, but wow. Like, it's bad. Yeah, and I want to get back to, like, that that quote because, um, like, for – for your franchise quarterback to say that, that's that's really bad. It shows a lack of accountability, which is very worrisome for me. And then, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if he's just, like, confused by the New York media or, or what, because they, they I'm sure he gets hammered hard by them and everything. Maybe he's sick of them. But, like, the, there's when, – when you're talking with the media, that's something that, like, they – a lot of the times, if you're a quarterback and you played like that, they don't even need to ask you that question. Yeah. You'll come to the podium and you'll say, like, I feel like I let my defense down today because that's what a leader does. Um, yeah. Even if you even if you like, didn't. Uh, even if you didn't. Not, and he did. Yeah. But even if you didn't, you do that. And then, like, and, and, like, and that, sometimes the, like, sometimes the media is helping you out because that was a softball question right there. That was an easy answer. You say, yes, yes. I feel like I let them down. I played like shit today, which you did. Um, also, Josh, one yeah. thing I wanted hey, to mention, uh, uh, just before yeah. I forget, that was very a great job by you of saying you didn't complain about the refs in the Bengals game, and then figuring out a way later to complain about them. That was so. That was so genius. No, that actually gonna, was. No, no that, I know what. I don't think that, it was planned, but I'm gonna start. Really I'm gonna. I'm gonna start doing that no. for sure now. I'm gonna for sure start doing and that. And like, That's, I'm not was, trying not to bring this back to the. That was a chef's again, kiss moment okay. right there. Well, yeah. Brilliant. Not to bring it back to our teams again, because I don't want to do this, but last week, Justin Fields throws an absolutely abysmal pick six to lose the game, gets on the podium, and goes, yeah, it's never going to happen again. Like, that was on me. Okay? Steelers you didn't, lose. You didn't have to, you didn't have to phrase Maybe it like not that. even Kenny. Like, no. I, okay, abysmal here we go. Abysmal pick six the Steelers to lose, lose to the Bengals. Kenny Pickett absolutely sucked in the third quarter. He had an abysmal third quarter, and he got up on the podium after the game in which he scored 30 points, not three points, and he said, yeah, no, we need to be better. That I'm just saying that is a perfect, like, I need to be better. I think we let the defense down in this game because T.J. Watt gets an interception and we don't do anything with it. Those are just two examples of quarterbacks having issues and addressing them post-game without someone asking them giving them on a silver platter a great soundbite of I'm accountable. I'm taking accountability here. And it was just, it was very funny. It was very funny. Um, And then I don't know if you saw this, but it came out like about an hour before. And I know you were like at work and everything. What Robert Sala said. No, I didn't see this. He said today that he is not committed to Zach Wilson as a starter for next week. Really? Which means Zach Wilson might get benched in favor of Joe Flacco now. Joe Flacco's been better than him this year. And I, I and, can almost and, guarantee you the teammates like him more. Yes. And I feel like if I'm Salah, 
why, like, I maybe am going to start Zach Wilson until he goes and just goes, no, I'm not taking any accountability for the offense. Yeah. Because the Jets are, they're in a position, they're in a position to make the playoffs right now. They have a very good defense. Yeah. Like, really good. Maybe the best in the league good. That's, I mean, and and that's Salah right there. I think Salah's a good coach. I I was kind of out on him before. Uh, I'm in in on him. He just needs the quarterback because the Jets just didn't do do him a favor in drafting the right quarterback. Uh, I, I think, I think it's pretty clear. Um, I, I, I would be okay if, if I'm a Jets fan moving on from Zach Wilson uh, after the season because just as a fan, I, I saw I, I saw some Jets fans on Twitter on Twitter defending him, and that's just the toughest thing to do as the fan as like a fan to defend a bad quarterback, like a bad young quarterback. Because I like I had that with Mitch. I I went through the ringer, but at least Mitch was a good but guy. At least- Mitch was at least saying the right things. Yeah, he he's super Which, nice. Zach Wilson, you look at his face. Zach Wilson needs to understand what his face looks like and be like, people are just going to look oh, at you looks, and dislike you I, right away. You need to oh, counteract I, that. I don't think I've ever like. I've I've always kind of had like that and eh, don't like him thing. His face in that press conference, I wanted to punch. Oh, my God. So punchable. Like, he looked so stupid. He looked so punchable. He looked just punch me in the face. He looked so bratty and entitled. Oh, I, it was Ugh. so white privilege. Yeah, he looks like oh. a kid that went to BYU. Yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. That, it's weird how things like that happen. It is. Um, it is. But, yeah, I guess let's quickly go through a couple games that I don't think there's very much to talk about. Um, the Baltimore Ravens beat the Carolina Panthers thirteen to three. Yeah, the Panthers were up three nothing at one point in this game. So again, that was where my brief moment of hope was like, oh my god, the Panthers maybe can beat the Ravens, and then the Steelers beat the Bengals, and then it's all coming together. It all fell apart. I yeah. I did genuinely like you can ask my coworker. I had that conversation with him when he went, "Wow, the Panthers oh, I, are beating." Oh, I I don't need to ask tonight. your coworker. I believe like, you. I believe you. So that game happened. Do you like have any? Yeah, any I, notes I just game? Like, I just have one note, and that's that Baker Mayfield got picked off by a guy with eight fingers, and yeah, I think that's I think that's kind of funny. I think that's really funny, actually. Um, it's just, hysterical. He's really he's really bad. And I, yeah. Skip Bayless keeps defending him. I don't know what he's doing. But that's, anyone can if at any time anyone can come credit me. Yeah. For how bad Baker Mayfield is, because I was on it the entire time. I saw him up close and personal. I saw him live, living, breathing. I saw his last game as a Brown, one of his last games in the NFL. So. Yeah, and you should be credited because as soon as he got traded, I, I was like, and a lot of people were like, hey, change of scenery. Uh, you know, the, obviously Cleveland yeah. didn't want him. This could, this could be good for Baker. You were like, no, no. Trust me, he sucks. We, I know it. I've seen him. And you were right. You, you were firm in that. You were unrelenting in that. And I, I didn't even sway you slightly towards towards my point of view, no. which was which was correct because I was one hundred percent off on that. So credit to you, big big job yeah. right there. Um, let's move on um, here. Let's go to uh, let's go to Washington. Saints and okay Washington. Let's go let's go Washington and uh, Houston. Uh, they played. 
Because uh, I don't have anything to say about this game. Yeah, Heineke was officially oh, named happened. the starter. Um, yeah, it, it was a blowout. The The Texans are going to get the number one pick, and Lovey Smith is going to get fired, which makes me sad. He should have waited for a better job opportunity than Houston. Yeah. That, was a, that was a really bad situation to walk into. Yeah. Saints-Rams. Saints win 27-20. Um, my two stories from this game are – Jameis has gotten completely screwed, and he he completely like I yeah. feel for the guy because he came out and like it took a lot probably to say this. He was just like, um, what sucks is I lost my starting job due to an injury, and you're not supposed to lose your starting job due to an injury. Like, just can, kind of completely calling out the Saints who haven't been great by any means, and keep going with Andy Dalton. He's and better than like, Andy Dalton, and I know Andy Dalton won. But yeah. he, he could have won that game. The Rams have given up. They, they've completely given up this season. I, yeah. I'm convinced of it. Well, and Matt Stafford had a, got a concussion. In Again, yeah, it stinks. And didn't uh, play most of the game. But, yeah, but I mean. The Rams are done. Jameis, he, he deserves it. Last week, so. And his teammates like him Man, in New just... Orleans, too. They they like him there. It's not like. like I I, I don't understand it. He, Andy Dolan, nice guy. I took Big Cat's thing right there. Sorry. Um, but he is a nice yeah. guy. He's not as good as Jameis. Like and that's not a very high bar. Jameis is not that great. Uh, but we love him. But like, but he, he's better than Andy Dolan. I know that. The, the thing with Jameis, though, is his entire career is going to be that of, well, what if. Okay? He's in Tampa Bay. He throws 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. What if he has better receivers? What if he has a better offense? And Mike Evans. Gets needed. He moves, he moves around, okay? Now he's in New Orleans. Well, he doesn't really have a coach. He's in this weird three-quarterback system. He finally wins the job. Now he's injured. Like, I just feel like with him, it's one thing after another, and he's never – like, he has never been able to just kind of grow – and, like, string a few games together. He always is getting injured. Something's always happening. There's always some random thing happening around him, and I feel like he could end up being one of those quarterbacks where it's like, wow, like, he really – it just never happened. It's going to be – it's sad, but, like, it just is never going to come together for him, and he is probably running out of time to get a chance to become an actual starting quarterback because I don't know many teams that are going to – you know, if Andy Dalton, like, I'm sorry, but <laughs> how many quarterbacks that Andy Dalton started over in the last four years have been good and gotten, like, another chance? Ooh, not I, I mean, none. Not many. Not, uh, like, Mitch none. did kind of for a game and a half. But Mitch, like... Mitch, Mitch and Andy Dalton weren't there at the same time. That was uh, – Oh, yeah, uh, that is true. Yeah. Uh, he 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 was the replacement for Mitch, and I was begging to have Mitch back by then. Yes. Um, so it, I don't know. That's just a weird situation, and the Rams are dead. We talked about that last week, so I don't think we need to go completely into the Rams again. Yeah. Um, uh, but one last it, quick game we can talk about here uh, is Eagles and Colts. It, it just it was a close yeah. game, but that was one that the Eagles should have won. Uh, Jeff Saturday. Hey, I, good for him. Even though he lost, that they were competitive. 
do I now need to be nervous about next week's game against the Colts? Yes. Or did the Eagles just play terrible? You, you do, uh, because the Colts are fired up. They're they're playing with nothing to lose right now. Uh, it's it's all house money. I'm have a mis- yeah, you you do need to be worried about that game. Yes. Monday. I'm gonna. Should we record during the game so people can actually hear what goes on? Uh, is it? You, it's Monday night. Yeah. Ooh, that man. Let's Colts start, Steelers let's, Monday night. Oh wait, it would have been great five early. years ago. Crap. I can't start early. Crap. That's fine. I, I don't think I, I could start, either. I, I can... We'll let it play out. I we'll let it play out. Yeah, maybe now. Uh, let's let's move on to yeah. this. This game Wait, was. Sunday night football. Uh, I was going to do Sunday our last football. Sunday day game uh, before Sunday night football. Oh, I wanted to end with that one. Okay, we'll end. We'll end with it. We'll go Sunday night football. I mean, it, it was Chiefs That's Chargers. Cool I get to dunk on you. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, it was it was Chiefs Chargers. Uh, it was a very predictable ending, if I'm gonna be honest. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, right now, he's MVP. Just so everybody knows, he's MVP. He's the best player in the league. He 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 is he has put himself above Josh Allen now. Um, it's just like it. No, what, there's the, no the, other quarterback up there. The, Justin Fields there's is up no, there. There's no other quarterback in your. There's no other quarterback in your MVP race. Feels weird. I don't remember the name Patrick Mahomes last week when we talked about quarterbacks winning the MVP, but it's fine. <laughs> um, that's really what? weird. So let's... wait, what, is it? Are you, is it Kirk Cousins let's again? Continue. Is that is that oh. why you're messing with me? Yeah. Hey, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. And that's fine because <laughs> I. That's why I want. Why? Yeah. Why? Why, why, why do? Why do I care about <laughs> Kirk Cousins being good? Uh, but yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes has now officially surpassed Kirk Cousins in MVP consideration for me. Uh, and like, like I said, it was a predictable ending. The chiefs are down four with two minutes left and they lead a game winning drive. And of course it's Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey. It, it, I, I like, I'm not even impressed at this point. If I'm going to be honest, I am, but I'm not because it's like, yeah. I I've seen this a million times since he's come to the league. It, it's insane. Like I, it's like a 100% success rate on those game winning drives. And he's so good. And, and I also go ahead, yeah. I also don't feel like the uh um the Chargers were that great. So Yeah. Well I Herbert's never really been expected them. Her- Herbert's a little overrated and we we've talked about it before, uh where it's like he they were talking about him and Josh Allen as the same uh, he's Josh Allen's better. But Herbert has to be like so yeah. depressed because like he's grown up, he went to the, his dream school, Oregon. Got drafted by the team that he mm-hmm. loved growing up, the Chargers. And like, it's like he climbed this mountain. He got exactly to where he wanted. And then Mahomes is just waiting at the top of the mountain. He's like, "Dude, there was an escalator this whole time. You didn't have to do all that work." Yeah. And then he just beats the shit out of him and shoves him off the top. And it's like, he, it's he has so no funny. chance. And now the escalator is not working. And he can't even take that. He can't find it. Uh, and there, there's like Mahomes is just a bully. He, he, this guy yeah. reached his uh, what I'm sure is his dream, the the pinnacle of his career. And it's just like there's this dude that's better than him. That he has to play twice yeah. a year. And I personally don't feel that bad for Herbert because I'm a Bears fan. I had to deal with that for Aaron Rodgers for 15 years, and now I don't have to deal with it anymore because he sucks. But that it it. it it can't be a good feeling for Justin Herbert. That's that's all I'm going to say. 
Yeah, no, it is. It's really bad. And I mean, it was a great ending for everybody. I, and I'm not going to complain about this because it, and I ended up actually preferring this and I'm glad I didn't have to like stay up all night. But like, if the NFL is going to sit here and talk about how much they want points, more points were scored in the game. They flexed out of the Sunday night spot than were actually scored in the Sunday night football game, which is weird because they talk about how much they love scoring and all these touchdowns and everything. And then, you know, that's, that's all I'm saying is the game. They, they decided to flex out ended up with more points, but I'm also glad that I didn't have to stay up. So I'm not really complaining. I just, need to say that which is not i guess not a good thing on my end but (laughs) yeah big flex um let's go cowboys vikings you want to make fun of me for some reason uh let me let me just say this first josh i am not distraught that kirk cousins is not going to be mvp okay Vike, oh, no, by the I way, the Cowboys murdered the Vikings, so everybody – it was non-consensual yes. what happened on that field. 40-3. to three. Yeah. Ooh. And guess Ooh. what? I actually benefited. CBS turned this game off, and I benefited because I didn't have to watch the, the Steelers game on Sunday ticket and be delayed a minute. I could watch the Steelers game on cable because I had this game on, on my second TV because it was the local game because everyone was watching it and um, they turned it off, which makes me very happy when that happens to somebody else. Um, I'm glad that it wasn't just my team. And no, I'm not going to, I know you're like not, I'm not trying to make you apologize or like feel bad about the Kirk Cousins, like MVP stuff. What I'm trying to get at with this is that you have spent the last couple of weeks lobbying, trying to get me to buy in on Kirk Cousins being cool and swaggy <laughs> and his whole chain thing. Dude, and they're taking the chains away you now. Even score a touchdown. Got to be and, embarrassing. And for I him. mean, you can go back, go back, people. If you don't believe me, please <laughs> go back, listen to the tapes, because I think multiple times I went and I brought up the schedule that is remaining for the Vikings. And I pointed out that they play a game against the Cowboys at 425. That is going to be a big game. Everyone's going to be watching. It's the first time Kirk Cousins has had to play close to a primetime game. And then they go play an actual primetime game on Thanksgiving. I said, just wait. And guess what? It wasn't even primetime and Kirk Cousins couldn't even score a touchdown after playing in what could have been the game of the year. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so, tough. Kirk Kirk can only be cool for so long. There there is a yeah. When nobody's the, watching. There is no a, one was watching that game. Well, it was America's game. Until no, it wasn't America's like, game of the week. No, never mind. It was Tony Romo no and Jim watching. Nance. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying the Bills game when he was cool, no one was watching that game. And then it got switched over to it at the end, but he's not going to know that America's watching. Finally, you're playing the Cowboys, and it's the CBS game that, that all of America, except for the local regions of Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, are getting this game, and he sucked. Yeah. So I just I want to take this chance to say that I'm right. More you than know what? Anything. 
I already said you're right once this episode, so I, I'm not going to give you credit for saying Kirk Cousins isn't that Helen. cool and you know that. It's, you know, it's, well, no, it's, I said he was going to. No, I'm not saying that he wasn't. Like, that's not what I want credit for. I want credit for me saying for three weeks, pump the brakes until after the Cowboys game at 425 when everyone's going to be watching. That's what I want credit. You're gonna be so That's embarrassed really when Kirk Cousins is is lifting the Lombardi Trophy, dude. <laughs> it's gonna be gonna be awful I'm, for you. I won't. Just kidding. I I don't want that to happen. Like you now, you're putting me in a weird position where I'm cheering for like Kirk Cousins to do well, and I don't like that. And <laughs> it's not I, gonna happen. It's not gonna. I, I am. Yeah. I'm so confused. I I I'm genuinely kind of confused though at how much you did lobby for another quarterback in your division to be cool. Yeah, I think it's like, just because it's just did, because it, I'm did a weird amount of lobbying for someone in your division. I think it's like I'm an awkward white dude and I'm like, okay, well if that dude can like get respect from other people, uh then it's like maybe I can too. And it's just like, no, it's not realistic. I, I'm not gonna get yeah, respect. Yeah, see no, I anyone. just look I just look at McLovin he, as my he, yeah, he was an inspiration to me as a generic white dude okay. who is is really okay. not exceptional at anything. All right. I'll take that. I'll let you have that one. So, Thank you. Thank all right. You. That is our NFL. That's yeah. our NFL slate. Um, should we get into our segments and crap it up? Yeah. Do you say crap you it up? For me? Crap it up. All right. Whatever you say. Uh, yeah, my, I have one question for you and, uh, it's just like something that bothered me this week was, do you ever get kind of annoyed that like your targeted ads are way off? Like, I'm like Google, you've been spying on me for how long and you just yes. recommended that for yes, me? Yes, I actually do. Yeah. It's like, come I on. actually do. Yes. It's like, I want to almost irrationally buy and... something at all times. Not, this isn't even tempting. Okay. It's like exercise equipment. The ones that get. The ones that get me are it's every once in a while I will get an ad for like a sports team that's not mine. Yeah, that pisses me off. And when I go off. out and I when I spend 90% of my day that I'm living and breathing, I'm talking about sports and how much I hate other places and how much I dislike this. I know my phone's listening because I mention a pair of socks and I get an ad for that pair of socks, but I talk about how much I hate all these other teams my entire life. And then you send me an ad telling me to buy Bruins merchandise or something. I'm like, uh, no, yeah. I do not want to buy that. No, I'm not going to, no, I don't want a LeBron James Jersey. Absolutely not. So yes, I, I do get very annoyed sometimes when that happens. It, it does bother me quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, and I've also gotten like a little spoiled too, to because, like, I'll be watching an ad on TV, and I'm like, why did Fanatics just advertise Packers gear in front of me? Yeah. They should know better. I'm like, oh, this is TV that I'm watching. And then watching. you're like, know. I'm watching the Packers game. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> okay. I, I understand now. All right. Uh, I, yeah. Do you have any questions for me here, Josh, or do you want to throw it to our segments? I, I, I do not. We can go right into segments. All right. Uh, let's go kicker of the week. Uh, who do you have, Josh? My kicker of the week is the South Carolina football team because they kicked the living shit out of Tennessee on Saturday. 
It's <laughs> so, a good one. Yeah. They're my, they're my kicker of the week. I was watching this with a coworker, and we were just both like, we were both in disbelief. And um, what got me, and I don't know if, like, I don't know if you were happened to be following the betting lines throughout this game. Tennessee was down like twenty eight to whatever, and they were still like minus one fifty. Yeah. They were still favored up until the like. I think they were, I think at halftime, both teams were, or no, Tennessee was favored at half because they scored that touchdown to bring it within four. And my coworker took, he ended up at that time, he took South Carolina to, it was, they were like plus 150 or something like that. And he took them. He was like, yeah, there's no way Tennessee wins this game. Right. And like, and we're still in the second half and they're getting pounded. And there was one point South Carolina, they're up by like two scores. And both teams have plus odds. Like, it made no sense. <laughs> Vegas was had no idea what they were doing <laughs> that entire drunk. game. Yeah. It was – it was the, Vegas was very drunk. So, yeah, they're my kicker of the week. And I do have – I my other kicker of the week would be Christian Plissick because, um, yeah, World Man. Cup. But I don't want to talk about that. That was, was before. Pretty much a loss. I mean – ridiculous officiating no, if we're going to be honest but we're it we're over lo- it. it was a loss and i'm pretty i i'm pretty sure that if you asked like if you had a multiple choice question with like which of these is a real country and wales was one of the options or which one of these countries is made up and wales was one of the options and you gave it to like most of americans i'm pretty sure the majority of americans would not know that Wales is a country. They're literally so, not. They're like not even a country. They they like pledge their sovereignty to England. They're they're a country of cucks. That's what they are. I mean, it's that's, ridiculous. And that's who you tied. Yeah, it was a pathetic display today. Yeah, but who's so, your kicker? Hey, of the good week? kicker of the week then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, Tennessee did have like the easiest path to the playoff after Georgia. Which, yes. Like, they blew that big time. Um, which, which also. Every single Tennessee fan pointed out on social media prior to the game. Yes. Which made it even sweeter when they lost. <laughs> ate it up. I ate that all up. It was it was really great. Uh, my kicker of the week is Brett Maher, uh, the Cowboys kicker. So, Josh, Cowboys, yeah. uh, instead of Vikings here, um, he, yeah. he did something pretty impressive at the end of the first half where he kicked a 60-yard field goal. And then they took it back because they wanted to review the previous play, which should not have been allowed, uh, which was CD Lamb's catch to put them in field goal range. And then the call on the field stood, and then he had to redo it. And ice in his veins kicked another 60-yarder. I thought that was really impressive. And he had, I believe, 28 or 29 fantasy points as a kicker this week, which is the second most all-time, which was uh, very impressive. So congrats to Brett Maher. I love that. And did you also notice a little intricate thing? They the NFL reviewed an alarming number of catches this week following the Bills game last week. Oh. I felt like every single huh. one that was Wonder a diving what? play, they reviewed. They reviewed an interception in the Steelers game for like five minutes and it was clear. So I think that's very interesting. Kudos to the NFL for um figuring it out after it happened and they get crucified. 
question yeah, instead hey, of just figuring out how to call things decently in the first place. Remember that time when Michigan played Illinois and then the referees stopped the clock to review a play that was yes. uh, that, that was clearly wrong, but they gave Michigan extra time and then they let them stop the clock so that they could run an extra play. And then they still got the call on the field yes. wrong. They still gave them a freaking yes. completion on a ball that clearly hit the uh, – yeah, I remember that because it happened on Saturday, and they want Michigan-Ohio State to be a top-five yes. matchup. I hope I hope Michigan loses by a million points. I, I hope they I never know. beat Ohio State again, sincerely, because you know, that was, that was the know, most rigged football you know game I've ever you seen. Know, you know I don't like Ohio State, like – at all me neither i one hate of my them. co-workers one no one of my co-workers really really nice guy he's an ohio state fan i am siding with him and we are taking on everyone else here who is a michigan fan just giving it to him all week he brought in i make coffee in my office every morning he brought in a coffee from ohio called the buckeye blend and we are poisoning all these Michigan fans by making them drink the Buckeye blend. I am fully on because that was unbelievable. And I dislike Michigan so much. Their fan base might actually be, and I know I can't really say this. I think their fan base might be more unbearable than Notre Dame fans. Like might be, might be more unbearable than Notre Dame fans. They are so brutally bad. And like they, cause and I know Notre Dame fans were like this too. What bothers me is they cannot. And I came to this. I came to this point. I came to this point as a Notre Dame fan. Michigan fans can't admit that they are not going to win a national championship. Yeah. Like they can't admit that they're just not at that level. And it bothers me so much. And so here I am. I am actually like wanting Ohio State to win. So bad. What has this world come to where where we're pulling for Ohio State? Both of us. I can't stand both fan base. Yeah, like it's unthinkable that I want I I want a team from Ohio to win. Yeah, and that that does actually terrify me for this Ohio State Michigan game now that we're both cheering for Ohio State because now now there's no way they're gonna win. Yeah, why my coworker was like, yeah, I'll bring you in an Ohio State shirt after everything I. Route four turns to crap. He's like, "Oh yeah, here you go," because I was like jokingly was like, "Oh, maybe I'll go buy an Ohio State shirt and wear it in the office this week." And he's like, "Oh, I'll just give you one." Like, there you go. I wouldn't let me touch the team. I yell at you if you try and root for my teams. Yeah. So, I don't know. Everything I touch turns to crap. Yeah, I shouldn't have worn that Mendenhall jersey. That's my bad. Uh, let's go. Fan base of the week here, Josh. Uh, who do you have? My fan base. Is, oh, do you want to go? Sure, I'll, I'll go. Uh, we might. My my yeah, fan base go. of the week is rich people uh, because those are the only people that are allowed to drink beer at the World Cup now. Weird. Which was you know what's weird, Dylan? What? My fan base of the week is fans of beer because oh. they can't drink any beer. That, why would they be your fan base of the week? They're suffering Crazy. right now. They're suffering. Because they need, they need recognition. Yeah. it's old, Beer is only available in suites at, at the World Cup stadiums, which was – that was – that was, they, they changed that rule 24 hours before the World Cup was about to start. That's ridiculous. They're going, they're going full-on Baylor University where 
hey, only the rich people can have the beer. It's only in the suites now. Uh, not that stinks, and uh, that stinks for the fans of FIFA. I don't understand why they're doing it. You're losing out on so much money. Not to mention the fact that Budweiser paid seventy-five million dollars to be the official beer. Budweiser has to be FIFA, pissed, and they dude. Can't even, yeah, and they can't even sell the beer. I mean, there's got it over under. Um, wait, I don't know how to say this. What What is more likely? The number of lawsuits that come out of this world. What's higher? The number of lawsuits that come out of this World Cup. Or the number of games the U.S. win in the World Cup? Oh. I guess major lawsuits. Lawsuits. Like Budweiser suing FIFA or something. Well, I don't don't know. Like a major one. I don't know if if FIFA is touchable because because they're backed by such uh, corruptness that, like, it worries me. Like, if you go after FIFA, uh, you're, like, risking your life. Because just to pull the World Cup, like, Qatar bribed so many people to host the world cup and they used so many slaves to build the stadiums that are that they're playing the world cup in like there's i I would be scared to go after them because they they don't know they they have no integrity or anything whatsoever um or or morals um so i I, I, i'm yeah i'm concerned to go after people with nothing to lose Lawsuits or goals scored in the World Cup? I mean, goals, but like, but that's if if we change Barely, lawsuits like to in, if we change lawsuits to injustices, though, then um, injustices by a million. Well, that's a given, but just yeah. like, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, we both kind of matched well, that on fan base of the week. Uh, let's go. With uh, Coach of the Week. My Coach of the Week is none other than Lane Kiffin because Ole Miss fans and Ole Miss in general was kind of crying that Alabama got the calls last week. And they were like, we should have still been a one-loss team, like should have still been there in the conversation. And then they go get run over by Arkansas. So, Lane Kiffin, congratulations. Um he is my coach of the week because next year at Auburn, he's going to be able to actually maybe make it to the um, college football playoff because he'll just have better athletes. Dude, Lane Kiffin has been doing a lot of ring kissing for Nick Saban lately. Like he's, yeah. I didn't know, I, I don't know, like I didn't know that he, that he liked Nick Saban so much, but uh, yeah, he's, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I am, I, I don't hate Nick Saban. Just so you know, Josh, I'm just going to put that out there. I don't, well, think... I don't think I hate Nick Saban either. Yeah, you can hate Alabama, but not hate Nick Saban. I think that's okay. Uh, yeah, Nick Saban for it's what like he I like hate he Belichick. yeah he he's very like I don't hate yeah Nick Saban wears his heart on his sleeve. You know who he who he is. I don't think uh, I don't think he ma- like makes his words. I like anything. making fun of him. Yeah, that's... I like making fun of him. I think that's he's fine. A scumbag, but I kind of respect him. Yeah, yeah, because like... I think he knows he is. Yeah. And Miss Terry, Miss so. Miss Terry and Nick Saban are actually kind of cute together. I'm gonna be honest; they're, yeah. they're kind of cute. Uh, my coach of the week here, I have Tony Bennett, and uh, the reason for that is that uh, they had a Vegas Classic with uh, four of the best teams in college basketball. Uh, this was really a final Final Four caliber tournament that they or round robin. Not really; it was it was a tournament, mini tournament. 
uh, between Illinois, Baylor, UCLA, and Virginia. Um, and all four of those teams could make the final four uh, this year. And Virginia came out on top. And that was really, uh, really big for Virginia, just like with the timing of it and everything, uh, the tragedy that happened with the football team. I think that's something that uh, the team really, like, uh, uh, really took to heart. And, I mean, they, they, played, they played their hearts out just to really be a great representation for uh, Virginia Athletics. And that starts with Tony Bennett and Bennett Ball and um, a lot of respect to that program. And I just wanted to do something nice because usually we yeah. make uh, jokes during this segment. And that was really awesome. That uh, And two of my teams lost in that tournament, uh, Baylor and Illinois. And I still just got mad respect for Virginia for, for winning that. That was, a, that was huge for them. Yeah. Uh, so let's go player of the week. My player of the week is Elon Musk. And I feel like that he's been the center of all of this for the last couple of weeks, but he's, he's my player of the week because he just went on an ultimate troll job on Twitter on Sunday. And like CBS news was trying, they like said they were going to get off of Twitter and then a few hours later, they were like, after pausing for much of the weekend, um, CBS News has decided to resume activity on Twitter, and they're going to continue to monitor the situation, <laughs> and Elon Musk just kept trolling them with memes and going after them all day on Sunday. So it was very funny that people, like, I just love it because everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to quit Twitter. <laughs> yes. Twitter's so much worse, but in a way, Twitter is way better right now because of how mad everyone is over Twitter being actually like a worse platform. And Elon Musk is just eating it up. He's got to be my player of the week just for the agent of chaos he is. I think he's kind of, I mean, well, he is a scumbag because he's rich, but like, yeah, he's CBS news. CBS news did the thing. uh, I'm, I'm quitting vaping. That's what they did. And it's like, uh. yes, Actually, and, I like this too much. And then my other my other player of the week is Evgeny Malkin. He played in his 1,000th career game yesterday. Um, my other player of the week is also Sidney Crosby because, like you said, the Penguins almost choked away that game. And Sidney Crosby, I'm pretty sure what he said in this, this I think, is word for word. Um, crap, the game's tied. I am not letting – Gino lose his bleeping 1,000th career game. I'm going to score a goal. And so Crosby went and scored the game winner. And then Gino in the post game, he was like, thank you guys for such a special night. Um, thank you, Sid, for score. <laughs> he just said, thank you for score. I love it. <laughs> and then and then he was like, yeah, I want it to be a special season. So Kenny Malkin is also my player of the week. Great accomplishment. Is, hey, is, a, is Gino the most underrated superstar in hockey? Like of like yes. the twenty first century? He he really is. Because yes. I, I, yes. I saw like something like with the games like um games played and like points scored, he he's he's up like he's ahead of uh of Kane and Ovechkin, I believe, like during that span. Yeah. And the only guy he's behind is Crosby. Like because yes, he, he just he plays with Crosby, that's the problem. Like he, yeah, 
he's 100% the most underrated guy. And, like, what he's done, people just don't realize. I would say, like, I think Malkin and Crosby, this is just a tangent, I think Malkin and Crosby could probably go down. At, I don't think Sidney Crosby by any means is underrated. But I think there's parts of his game that are. But I think Crosby and Malkin could be the most underrated duo of all time in sports because they really, like, everyone was giving love to Cannon Taves at that time. Like, Backstrom and Ovechkin, they got all this. Like, because Crosby and Malkin never really played together, I just don't think people realize how dominant that duo actually was for a large part. But it's really kind of fun and it's bittersweet. Like, I feel old. I genuinely do feel old because I, like, I'm seeing all these highlights and, like, they're doing all these things about, like, how long these guys have played. And I'm like, crap, like, this has been my entire life. I've watched these guys and, like, now I'm old and they're old and they're going to be gone and sports just suck. Yeah. Sports sucks so much. God, I hate sports. Hey, it'll get better. It'll get better. Uh, My player of the week is Kadarius Toney. It uh, turns out he wasn't lying about the yep. hamstring. Uh, it is actually made out of rubber bands. He scored zero fantasy points. Uh, really screwed over a lot of people, including yep. myself. But I still think I'm going to win this week. Uh, but, yeah, he wasn't lying. So, good for you, man. Uh, and last, we'll close off with Tweet of the Week and call it a show. Um, Josh, what's your Tweet of the Week? I don't know if this tweet's real or if this is, like, a fake one. But, like, it came from 2011 from Drew Brees, and it resurfaced. It just says, I see on TV that Bin Laden's supposedly dead almost 10 years after 9-11. Crazy. I wonder if we'll ever be able to confirm that. And I don't know if Drew Brees actually tweeted that out, but, like, there's responses that are, like, from 2000, like, from back then. So, I don't know. I'm confused. I would believe believe it's real because anything from, like, if you think something to. seems crazy for like a 2011 tweet, like Twitter was crazy in 2011. It, it everything yeah, was out there. The way that Drew Brees like, said it. Like, J.R. Smith wonder, going, "Oh, so you I want the pipe?" They, that was that was around that time too. So it's Twitter. Ray Allen going, like, I I, like it, I, it, "When you go back and forth, that was around that time too." So it, lots of crazy stuff on Twitter in those I just days. Feel, it's so weird to me that, like, I wonder if we'll ever be able to confirm that. Just that part feels very weird. Yeah. Drew Brees is like, – I, I think people give Drew Brees too much credit. Yeah. I don't think he's that smart of a person. Uh, that He's just a nice true. guy. Yeah. Um, but, my tweet of the week is not a tweet of the week. Uh, it's it's just my TikTok. Oh, Go check it out. I'm doing numbers again, baby. We're we're going to – we're going to make this podcast – Take off via TikTok. So follow uh, at Unbiased Pod on TikTok because uh, we'll put more stuff out there. We have we have put. Did we we forgot to do post game reactions this week, didn't we? Yeah, we'll I do it next week. Do we'll do it next week. I was, I was so bad. Well, you might get a live reaction on here. So my last one was from the shower. So if you guys want to see some cool stuff, kinky, uh, you didn't. See, yeah. I had, to, I had to wash off that Lions right. loss. That's the show for you. Can't wait to see all of you next week. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Make sure to stay unbiased in all of your Thanksgiving arguments. Throw a little fuel on the fire, and we'll see all of you next week.